I would like to be traded to any other team but the New England Patriots. Big brain predictions. That's all I got. Take it off, sir. This Washington football team beat the Steelers. And that person. EDP. Yes, but if we lose this game, I firmly believe we do not need to make playoffs. So Don't you ever disrespect me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back folks to your favorite show on the internet, this is After Further Review, episode number 90, I am your co-host, Jay Brown. Hello, hello, your favorite co-host, Shaquille Brown. And I'm everyone's don't give a shit about anything because my Celtics lost the finals co-host, Malin, how's everybody doing? When you put it that way, I'm not doing so hot either. <laughs> the depression kicks in, it's alright, I'll pray for y'all. Try to erase that course of events from my memory but uh it's still happening at the end of the day uh how's your guys' week been good 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 here got a couple of visitors here today on this one platinum yeah should i go ahead and introduce them we got two wonderful guests one of them you've seen before we got nestor here saying hi dolphins fan <laughs> guys <laughs> got our homeboy angel here for the first time over there swinging through saying hi yeah, we appreciate you guys coming on out we also want to appreciate anybody that watches this godforsaken show live which you can do every wednesday night at 9 30 p.m eastern standard time uh just make sure you go over to the first link in your podcast description and you will be taken to the youtube stream if you're not watching it live you can watch the replay at any time on youtube and be sure to subscribe to the melheim's media youtube channel so you can watch this show and a bunch of other shows so Again, it's the first link down in the description. Come over here, subscribe, hit the like button while you're at it, and uh, that's pretty much it. Before we go any further, let's go ahead and take our customary opening shot. Yes, we need a shot. Let's pass them all around. I'm drinking out of my uh, Cup. Seattle Mariners oh, shot nice. glass because... They're terrible, and I'm, I'm looking for some good juju here. Yeah, I'll tell you where you can get it. Oh, look. Don't apply that to all your whole life, okay? <laughs> Did not mean it any other way but that context. I thought that was Shaq's life motto, but I, I digress. What are you guys sipping on tonight? <laughs> that is the sweet, sweet nectar of the gods. Did Nestor just die? <laughs> Nestor may have had a shot of bleach, as far as we know. <laughs> oh. Wait, you guys are drinking tequila? Yes. Yep. Son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll get loose. I'll get ready to carry the show after halftime. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Leah, I'm I'm sipping on some Blantons. It's uh, Is that a bourbon? Yeah, it's uh, highly sought after, but a little overrated. That's why we're taking shots. So... <laughs> People like the little horses on it, though. It is literally really fancy. Yeah. I would like to say, though, that I do appreciate Nestor after now knowing that I actually have met him and know him. He's the only person that I've ever had an argument about on who's the better midget quarterback. Um, so, so that's neat. So, But at least he still has his midget quarterback. Yeah, he is still in there. In Denver now. Let's ride. Let's ride right on into the first topic of the week. 
Which is, of course, the fact that the Golden State Warriors did indeed beat our Boston Celtics in six games. Came right on through CD Garden, clapped us up, and celebrated right on our home court. Uh, I believe, like, since we last had an episode, like, we just didn't win any games. Simple as that. Like, we just stopped winning games. I don't know when that became fashionable, but we picked it up. And the Warriors just took advantage of us and won the whole damn thing. Um, so, I want to know your guys' thoughts on the Dubs being champs again for four titles in eight years. Jack, what do you have to say about this? Uh, once again, another team I'm tired of kind of watching win things at this point in time. Just because we said we didn't want to watch LeBron and uh, <clears throat> his wonderful group win doesn't mean we to watch Curry and his wonderful group win. I was really hoping for y'all to win another title. Just want to see that. Anybody other than Golden State, to be honest with you, but clearly Curry and them, very powerful of a team, so let them have it. Any thoughts on uh, the Celtics' performance? Yeah, a few people, few people there kind of underperformed where they needed to really be out there and perform in a key game, but, you know, <laughs> maybe it's the... Nerves getting to people there in a very clutch situation. <laughs> Shaq keeping it very surface there. <laughs> you know, we try not to call names there. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, I like how I like how Shaq talks about teams that we're sick of watching. Huh? Like LeBron James didn't play for the Heat. Not everyone's sick of the freaking Heat <laughs> over the last 12 years either. <laughs> um, he tries to pretend like that's not when he became a fan of the Heat. <laughs> a fan with his little... Little tiger nipple bandwagon ass. Um, the uh, no man, we were. We, I remember it was two weeks ago. We we did the rest of the show like live, watching the Celtics beat Golden State to go up two one, and then we didn't win another game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that was that was the highlight right there. Just watching that going Pete. up two one. Doing some air high fives like we got this. This is gonna be great. And then didn't lose another game. Why? Because Tatum decided to shoot the worst free th- or field goal percentage inside the paint of anybody in NBA Finals history at thirty three percent. That's pretty terrible. Um, defense. I think they forgot it because they were the number one defense in the league until uh, they weren't. I mean, listen. At the end of the day, the Warriors deserved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were, if if I were to tell you. The the Warriors and the Celtics were going to play in the NBA Finals, and Draymond Green was going to be a non-factor in four of those games. That Poole was only going to have two good games. That Clay Thompson was never going to be Clay Thompson, and Clay Thompson wasn't going to have a signature game six like he normally had. And that Steph Curry was going to go zero for nine in three pointers in game four and only score 16 points, most people, if they heard those facts, they would think, oh, yeah, the Celtics are probably winning in six. But in reality, we got our ass kicked um, because we stopped playing team basketball. We were doing a lot of isolation. Uh, we stopped hitting threes. That was cute. Um, and just overall, just bad management. Uh, I think we had over 15 turnovers in five out of six games. Yeah. Five out of six games. Jason Tatum Jesus. had the most turnovers in an NBA Finals in 38 years. 38 years. 
So I'm glad that he represented his jersey number well because he came <laughs> up with a big zero in this final. So he needs to do a little bit soul soul searching. Uh, so I, I, I'm a little upset, a little angry. Um, but you know what? Another day, and uh, at least we beat the Heat. So, <laughs> got that. Uh, G Money, shout out to him in the chat. Says that he called it, even though he thought it would take seven games. Um, and then he also says the Celtics joined the 2011 uh, Miami Heat after winning Game Three and going two, or oh, going up two one. Um, lose the next three games. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, so does so does that mean the Warriors are like equivalent to the Dallas Mavericks? I mean, I don't know. I mean, this okay. Can we like can we just acknowledge the fact that this was and this is what makes it even hurt worse? Is that this was the worst Warriors team to win a championship? Yeah, it's and yet they group. won it against our Celtics. Like it was the worst one. Yeah, Clay was not himself. They played a total of seven. Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson played a total of seven games together before the playoffs. Yep. That was literally the epitome of what everyone thought that Brooklyn was going to do, <laughs> and then that never materialized. <laughs> and and then all they did was just roll through the playoffs, and they never played a single elimination game throughout the whole playoffs. <laughs> Jesus. And just to upset the crowd, you know who would have allowed that? The Heat. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, the Heat literally lost to the Celtics. Uh, but I'm just saying, we never lost that. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> true battle cry of a loser. Jesus. Um, I know that later on in the show, we're going to be doing like some sort of fantasy pick for right top five with current NBA plays, you might as well just book whatever the starting five is in the Miami Heat for Shaq with <laughs> well, his bandwagon you can ass. Have him. Um, <laughs> he's gonna go he's gonna go hero number one. That's gonna be his first pick. Yeah. Hero Uno. That's what's gonna happen. As far as the Warriors go, I will give them their props. They definitely deserved it. They simply just played better basketball. Um Steph Curry, Finals MVP, well deserved. Man was averaging thirty-one points a game. Um, he every time the team needed him, come the fourth quarter down the stretch, he he stepped up and took care of their business. And there was just no no answer for him. We kept kept what really annoyed me the last two games. I mean, this was common throughout the whole series, but especially the last two games, we switched on him so easily like the moment any kind of screen would come it immediately switch and especially game six down the stretch there was a, a, a time when marcus smart just gave up and just let al horford cover him it's like you cannot allow al horford to be on an island with steph curry because he's going to get cooked easily and that's just what he continued doing speaking of marcus smart um i've i've seen enough of marcus smart i'm sorry but I've always questioned if we ever got into a a finals. Yeah, pretty much only a finals is the only thing we haven't gotten to. Uh, if we ever got into a finals, would he be good enough, make the right decisions to win a championship? And this series, he showed me plenty that he would make some boneheaded mistakes and just the decision making was completely awful. 
and a floor general is clearly what we could use because Marcus Smart is not naturally a point guard. He's really more like an off-ball two-guard. And I don't know. He just not enough calming down the troops and being like, yo, I know we're down 10 points right now, but everybody just settle down and we'll get back into this thing. <laughs> no, it's like, all right, let's get back to this ISO ball and start jacking up threes. Just really, really well, frustrating. Hold, hold, hold on, because, <laughs> yes, he was jacking up threes, okay? But they weren't contested threes, right? Like, if he had made them, we'd all have been like, wow, that's brilliant. But So I have a question for you, because we're talking about point guards now, right? Uh-huh. Who would you have rather had on the Celtics in the playoffs? Smart or Chris Paul? Chris Paul. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Chris Paul. That man turned 37 and then averaged nine points a game and started wearing, like, adult diapers because he was wetting himself. Like, what are we? What? What about Chris Paul in the playoffs made you think that he's better than the defensive player of the year? I mean, he so, was playing well until he ran into um, Dallas. Oh, yeah, because they're formidable. Yeah, they were they were the number one team. In the I West. mean, they they made it to the Western Conference yeah. Finals. Yeah, didn't, didn't, because they beat Phoenix to get they're supposed to go to the Western Conference Finals. They were the number one seed. Chris Paul wet the bed with a little blanket, a little <laughs> nubby, and that's who you would replace. I'm just saying, I would, I would still take Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Still, really, absolutely, Man, please. Even with them terrible State Farm commercials, you would take 37 year old Chris Paul. I look beyond right those commercials. Um, something else that the bench, our bench, just did not show up this series. Which throughout the rest of the playoffs. They showed up like the, the Brooklyn series. Peyton Pritchard was like the X factor. The Milwaukee series, Grant Williams was the X factor. The Miami series, yeah. Derek White was the X factor. This series, nobody was the X factor. Nothing came from the bench, and that really, really hurt us because it was like outside of uh, Brown, Tatum wasn't doing jack shit. Um, Al Horford, Robert Williams, it was like we just were not getting consistent oh. points from. The bench. It, it, did it look? Did it look like to you too that Al Horford just ran out of gas? <laughs> yeah, he, he. Like I think that what really kind of did the Celtics in more than anything was playing two seven game series. Yep, back to back in in the East against the defending champs in Milwaukee, and then the scrappy terrible Heat that. Um, <laughs> That, that they the had leeches. to play like two, 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 two seven game series like that where you had to get the best <clears throat> out of our bench, the best out of a veteran like Horford. You know, like Pritchard and Williams <laughs> had to give their all in those two series for us to even get to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put a lot on tape during those two seven game series. Yep. Yep. Um, and they 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 had to show their hand a lot on you know what they were capable of and what other teams couldn't stop, and that gave Golden State the opportunity to kind of learn how to kind of counteract that a little bit, I think. Um, and so I think that if they if they if they had had a little bit of an easier time in those two series, if they hadn't given away some games that they should have won, we both knew that both those series should have been 
gone in like five games, both of them. Uh, we we gave away fourth quarter leads yeah. like you know it's Halloween candy um, against Milwaukee in the Heat. Sorry, Shaq. Um, th- those should have been a lot shorter series, um, and I think that if they were, because I don't think it's so much about. I mean, I, maybe it is the rest when it comes to someone like Horford, but we just gave away a lot on tape offensively. Pulling, I mean, they pulled every string they could just to get to the finals. They yeah. didn't have any more tricks up their sleeve by the time they got there. Like, I feel like we got everything out of the team this year. It just wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah. That those game sevens really caught up to us. Like, it was. It seemed pretty clear that it was like we've spent everything at this point. So, was what it was. Um, yeah, props to the Warriors. We will keep well, it moving. I'm not necessarily going to give them props. I still think you could win with some class and they kind of showed their ass during the parade. They, uh, Draymond Green with his Boston Sucks t-shirt. Uh, Steph Curry and Steve Kerr doing a little night-night thing. <laughs> oh, pansy asses. But that I agree. Let's move on. <laughs> Into the next topic here. So now that the off season, the draft is done, most of the free agency moves have uh, already taken place. The cards, as far as roster moves go, uh, pretty much fall into place now for the NFL off season. So I figured we could all go around, give each of our teams a grade for how they handled this off season. Uh, Shaq, we will, of course, start with you first. How do you think your Steelers did this offseason? Enlighten us. I would say a C-plus is where I put my Steelers at. It's like... Shaq playing is safe. Yeah, C-plus going there. Um, We did draft a quarterback. I was upset at first about it. I'm a little bit more enlightened about it. I feel like with all the options, he might end up seeing a decent amount of playing time this year. So, it might be really good. Let's see where it goes. Um, defensively, I know we did a little touch on that slightly, trying to fit around a couple things, but like not where I want it to be. But I still give it a C plus. Not it could be every year, but I see we're trying to put some pieces together, so we'll see where we go. <coughs> go from there. Yeah. So I see. Yeah. Not where I want us to go, but you know. Uh, Malin. Do we get to grade each other's teams too? <laughs> I mean, if you want. <laughs> you Sweet. Go ahead. Um, right. I actually, I actually give the Steelers a B. Um, mainly because when you're replacing a Hall of Fame quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger, even though Shaq doesn't like him, um. You get someone like Mitchell Trubisky that does have a winning percentage in the NFL as a quarterback. Okay, He won with the Bears. Matt Nagy was his coach, and they didn't have anything else on offense, and he still won. Um, so you put Mitchell Trubisky in there, and then you do – now I know I call him Little Piggy Piggy, uh, but that's just because of the size of his hand. But he was a baller at the University of Pittsburgh. Okay, Same weather, all right? Um, the, I think they put themselves in the best possible position they could 
to replace a Hall of Fame quarterback. I think they did the best job of a team replacing a Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, like the Patriots lost Tom Brady and they went out and got Cam Newton. Well, okay, that that wasn't going to work. No one thought that was going to work. Okay. Killer, killer. Uh, you know what did the pa- what what have the Packers done? They they think they're going to lose Aaron Rodgers, so they draft Jordan Love. I mean, like there's stupidity, and then there's the Steelers. There's a reason why Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record. Uh, so that alone, I think that they deserve a B because <clears throat> whether it works out or not, they did the best they could. To try to solidify that position because they still got a good defense. They still got offensive weapons. They still got Najee Harris. Uh, I feel bad for him though because Shaq, I think, bought his jersey. And when Shaq buys someone's jersey, they start sucking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think Shaq bought his jersey and then he broke his elbow. And in my defense, um, if you want to go technicalities, I got the jersey as a gift from <laughs> Jalen. So I'm hoping no, technicalities hey, will break all, the rules. First of all, okay, first of all, hold on, like, Jalen never bought me no jersey. Um, <laughs> that's something. Uh, so we'll talk about that off the air, Jalen. Second of all, that's some next-level AFC espionage. I like it. I like where your head was at. That was a smart move, sir, because uh, you know that man is bad juju when he puts the jersey on. Um, so, so no, I, I would give him a B. Now, if we're going to talk about my Seahawks. Yes. Okay. Seattle, goddamn Seahawks. <laughs> Ten years, we had a good run. Best winning percentage in the NFC. Made it Super Bowl twice. Since 2001, we've won the division title. I think it is 14 times since 2001. It's been a good run. Uh, over the off season, we got Quentin Jefferson. We got Justin Coleman. Shelby Harris, Noah Fant, got Mr. Drew Locke from Denver, re-signed Rashad Penny, had a great six games last year, that's awesome, uh, re-signed uh, all-pro cornerback Stephon Diggs, re-signed Sidney Jones, we got uh, Gino Smith, I'm trying to say that without vomiting, um, all those things happen, right? We get a D. This is why we get a D. Okay. Hmm. Because I need to grade this team on what, not what, okay, first of all, okay, there, there's three reasons, but you need to grade this team, all of our teams, on what they can do next year, not necessarily for the future. Seattle did not put themselves in the best position to win next year. Maybe in the future, based on the draft picks that they got and who they signed, okay, I got Walker from Michigan State, probably going to be a stud at running back. Probably need him because uh, Chris Carson is probably never going to play again. And Rashad Penny is probably going to stub a toe walking out on the practice field at some point during training camp. Uh, and he's going to miss half the season. Um, you know, we got another good linebacker. We got another DB. Um, but when you let go of Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner, 24 hours apart. And you lose your quarterback of 10 years that's arguably a first bout Hall of Famer. Um, you lose your quarterback of the defense in Bobby Wagner, which was the signal caller for the defense during the LOB years. And I don't care what anyone says, he was the best middle linebacker to play in the NFL 
over the last 10 years. Luke Keekley has nothing on him. Okay. Um, you, you lose those two pieces. I can't give you any more than a D. You're not a better football team going into next year. Now, maybe they can grow into a better football team with the cap mm-hmm. space that they have without paying Russell Wilson $50 million like the Broncos are about to do with the draft picks they're going to get and retooling the team. Maybe later on they're going to be a better football team. But this next year in the NFC West, with the Rams being Super Bowl champs, with the Cardinals keeping Midget Murray, right? with the 49ers with a great defense, I'm not going to talk about their quarterback situation, but they still got Debo Samuel on the squad. Um, you're, you're arguably like the worst team in the division. Um, so I, I, I have to give them a D. Well, damn. Um, I'm going to give my Patriots a D plus. Uh, I, I felt We're like optimistic. <laughs> I felt like we had the worst off season of anybody in the NFL. Uh, free agency was just a bunch of crickets. Not much going on. We did go back out and get Malcolm Butler. We're we're the team. We are like that one girl that just keeps dating the same three dudes. Where it's like, what's wrong Whoa. with you? <laughs> just keep going Whoa. back and digging up old graves and come come on back in. Like we went. Maybe they'll change. <laughs> <laughs> or do dating the same. Three women. Oh. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I feel like Jalen is one shot away from naming some names. I feel like he's towing a line where some people about to put on blast with what it where uh, going right no, now. No no names besides uh Patriot employees. Um yeah, we went out and got Malcolm yeah, Butler back. We went out and, and I didn't say that. Brought back um, Matt Patricia and, and Joe Judge. It's like all these dudes that go off and they fail elsewhere. And they're like, all right, come on, come on back over here. You'll you'll be fine here. That was always seems to do. Like we lose our our great offensive coordinator. He goes to Vegas, and then our way of plugging that hole was let's go get Matt Patricia and Joe Judge because they have shown that they're just offensive geniuses absolutely doesn't make any sense as to why those two knuckleheads came back. Matt Patricia, all right. Joe Judge, why? Why is he back? Um, we did get Devontae Parker from the Dolphins. Thank you, Nestor. Um, one of the, the bright spots of Tyreek going there made him unnecessary. Um, draft-wise, it just seemed a bit botched. I mean, I, I talked about this when the draft first happened, but we left a lot on the table. Uh, we went ahead and took um, the tackle, um, Andrew Booth, or sorry, Cole Strange and Andrew Booth. Um, yeah, and tackle, good. I mean, I'm glad that we have him, but not exactly what we could have gotten on the defensive side of the ball with the, the cornerbacks that were still out there. And we went ahead and took a tackle with our first pick and then a wide receiver. Just, bah. Wide receiver situation still seems to be. If Devontae Parker can work out, fantastic. But I don't know. It, it just seems like a bunch of sitting around. Uh, uh, again, Jalen, I, I got to give your team a B on this. A B. There's a reason why. D- Devontae Parker alone is worth a B. Okay. Um, because you actually got a true number one wideout out of the offseason. 
Mm-hmm. Forget the draft. You actually have a legitimate offensive threat wide receiver. Last year, you still made the playoffs. Okay. Now, I get what you're saying about the Patriots doing retreads on people, right? That's been their M.O. for forever. It and has. you won six Super Bowls off of it. Patriots went to the Super Bowl <laughs> back in 96 and lost with Bill Parcells as head coach. You know who the defensive coordinator was? Belichick. Right. What did they do? They went to the Jets. A few years later, Bill Belichick comes back. He's the head coach. What was Josh McDaniels after he left the Patriots and coached the Denver Broncos? A disaster. Everyone, yeah, everyone looked at him like he was Chernobyl all over again. No one wanted to touch him. All he does is go back to the Patriots and win three more Super Bowls. Um, and so, yes, under the Bill Belichick tree of coaching, assistants have not necessarily gone on and done great at other places, but back in the house with Bill Belichick, they seem to succeed. And they seem to find new life. Um, so I'm not saying that they're going to be the next Josh McDaniels or whatever. But I think that Josh McDaniels is enough to be like, listen, man, if you were, if if I were you, and if I was a Patriot fan, God knows I'm not. Um, but if I was a Patriots fan, I would be like, listen, if there was ever a good assistant that played for the Patriots or that coached for the Patriots, bring them back home. If they could do what Josh McDaniels did or what Bill Belichick did, like let's bring them all back. I don't care who it is, bring Bill Parcells back. Um, the uh, because it, it seems to work. It seems it, to usually, work. Usually, they they've been the most consistent, greatest franchise for the last twenty two years. So, cut the squad a little bit of slack outside of sign of Cam Newton. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> so I give my Patriots a D plus. Mainland gives his Seahawks a D. Shaq Steelers a C plus. So that's that's where we are. <laughs> no. And out of all this, your team will still probably do the best next season after the D plus. Uh, we'll see. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> And that's really upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to know another reason why your team gets a B? Is they're bringing back the 80s jerseys. Bringing back well, the throwbacks. They that. officially announced it today. That damn Patriot with a ball between his legs and that red jersey is coming back. And there's just enough stupid people on social media that are claiming that the Patriots are copying the Bills red jersey. Those people need to go to an AA meeting (laughs) because they're fucking stupid and they know nothing about the history of the NFL. That's still happening on social media. There's a bunch of Bills Mafia people. You guys are copying the Bills. No one wants to copy the Bills. You've never won a Super Bowl. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Those are our off-season grades. Let's move into the news. Today's top stories and breaking news. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, there, Chief. Not really, but we try to play things off in this world. (laughs) (laughs) Hell just happened. (laughs) I don't know. First bit of news that we're going to get into. 
Uh, unfortunately, some sad news to start off with. This was really random, but Jalen Ferguson dies at the age of 26. He was a, a linebacker for the Ravens. Um, as far as I know, I checked again a few hours ago. Still no cause of death has been given. Just unexpectedly passed. Police aren't saying that there was any kind of, at least as of right now, there's no kind of foul play or something well, like that. There is a suspected... Uh, there was a leak from the police department that there is a suspected overdose situation based on items that were found in the room where he was found. But they won't give any details as to what was in the room or what kind of has led that speculation. But that is the latest speculation of some sort of overdose of some kind. But yeah, nothing to kind of signify like, like what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just you hate to see it. Twenty six. Um, apparently, he was a dad. So I mean, someone has lost their dad. Like at a presumably, he's got young kids. So uh, that really, really, really blows. Um, shouts out to his family. And uh, damn, I mean, he's, he was actually a pretty solid player. So, um, you guys have any thoughts on this? Um, always shameful to see like people go, especially younger people. I feel like we've seen a lot of we've talked. A- a couple of times about young players dying because yeah, it was just Dwayne, Dwayne Askins not long ago. Yeah, so it's just very hard to see people go like that in instances. So shout out to his family, child, kids, and everybody going through it. So much. I mean, it was a third round pick in 2019. He was a starter on the squad. Um, it's definitely heartbreaking when you hear that he was a father. Yeah. Um, 26 years old. Um, if it now again, it's still speculation from law enforcement. But if it was some sort of type of overdose situation, it it, it breaks your heart that people get in those types of situations. Mm-hmm. That, that that type of thing happens. Um, and you know that that wasn't even the only new the only news that came out of Baltimore today. Um, the great Tony Segura. It was a linchpin to that 2000 Ravens team Mm -hmm. at the age of 55. Uh, He passed away uh, today as well. Um, And he was known as the Goose. And I don't know if you guys remember because I'm a lot older than you two. You can tell just by looking at me. Uh, But that 2000 (laughs) Ravens squad, um, Tony Segura, he was the one. He was the mouthpiece more than anybody else that made that team fun. Um, and he, he was, he was actually a sideline reporter too, uh, for, for a lot of years. Um, and he was always funny to watch, um, just because he always had different antics and things that he would do. Um, and so I'm, my, my, my heart just kind of goes out to people that are fans of, of that team where you lose someone that's a young and up and comer. Some of the could had a lot of promise on your squad. And then you also on the same day lost somebody that was a part of, a big part of your history mm. of of your organization on on the same day, right? Um, it, it it's just it's a sad day for that franchise in the NFL, and it's happening too often, especially with young people like Shaq said. It's happening way too often. We're losing way too many young, promising uh, people, not just players. Uh, you're right. you're definitely more than your profession. Um, we're 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 losing way too many of them. To, to things that we shouldn't be. Yes. Uh, moving on to the next piece of news here. 
Gronkowski retiring from the NFL for the second time. <laughs> so has to hang it up and say, all right, this time for real, I'm out. Uh, yeah, he was on the fence for the whole offseason, and now he finally made his decision. So is what it is. Shaq, any thoughts on Gronk hanging it up? Again? I actually think this will be his last time hanging it up. I don't, I don't <laughs> sure hope so. Yes, I don't see this man trying to do some sort of finagle, come back and do some bullshit. So, yeah, for it was good seeing Gronk come back temporarily, play again. Still, I feel like even though he doesn't play that primarily role of a big receiving tight end, it's still great to see him out there on the field. So, it's going to be great to see the Bucks and Tom Brady, what they do without Gronk on the there. So. <laughs> Yes. I mean, listen. Uh, Gronk retires is the goat. Two retirements for Gronk. One retirement for Brady. <laughs> one up him at his own game. Uh, the only difference is he forgot about Brett Favre because he retired about a half a dozen times. <laughs> um, but no, no, seriously. When you look at the this is kind of a legitimate thing that I've been thinking about when it comes to tight ends because this has been a position that's definitely come of age and we always think about uh, some people like uh, Tony Gonzalez being one of the greats, Antonio Gates Uh, Jimmy Graham before he went to the Seahawks was actually considered (laughs) a really good tight end Um, you know I remember back in the 90s somebody by the name of Ben Coates played for the Patriots it was the first tight end to ever get 100 uh, receptions in a year uh, Kellen Winslow, not junior, but senior, played for the Chargers back in the 80s with Dan Fouts playing with him. But here's some records that Rob Gronkowski holds as a tight end in the NFL, okay? So, first of all, he has the most touchdown receptions by any tight end with 17 back in 2011. He's also the only tight end to lead the league in touchdowns that with 17 back in 2011. Most offensive touchdowns in the first two seasons with 28, tied with the great Randy Moss. Most 100-yard games by a tight end with 32. Most career touchdowns per game by a tight end with a .69. Okay. Um, in the playoffs, most receptions by a tight end in Super Bowl history. 23 receptions. Okay. Most receiving <clears throat> yards by a tight end in the Super Bowl, 297. Most career postseason touchdowns by a tight end, 15. Most career post or postseason receiving touchdowns between a quarterback and a receiver that was 15, of course, with Tom Brady. Um, he was the first tight end with 1,000 career postseason receiving yards and the most postseason receiving yards by a tight end, 1,163. This man... Change the way the tight end position is looked at. Yeah. You don't have you, you you don't have a Travis Kelsey without Rob Gronkowski. Now you don't have a Rob Gronkowski, I don't believe, without uh, a Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates and uh, frat parties at Arizona University and a bunch of beer, because um, that's probably how he fought through most of his injuries. Um, but I really do think, and I don't, I'm not the type of person to be a prisoner of the moment, but to me, Gronk was, he, he changed the game of football and the Tom Brady's not the goat without Rob Gronkowski. Those last three Super Bowls. They don't win another three Super Bowls without Rob Gronkowski playing on that team. 
Um, he he changed the tight end position. I think he's the greatest tight end to ever play the game. Um, he was a lot of fun to watch, even though I hated the team that he played for his entire career because he played for the two teams I hate the most. Actually, no, because I think I hate the Steelers a little bit more, and I hate the Bucks. But two out of the three teams I hate the most, I think he played for them. Um, and so I like I don't know. Like, do you guys agree with me? Do Do you think that Gronk is the greatest tight end to ever play the game? Oh yeah, the greatest. In my opinion, that's not even the only Hall of Famer you're like, possibly Hall of Famer tight end y'all had at that time frame. For a certain person has mentally stable and stayed out of trouble. Oh, Jesus. All I'm saying, that man was actually legit tight end at the time frame that he played. But of course, the hell was... you going to bring up Aaron Hernandez? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't say names. We're talking about okay. Gronk. Who else are we talking about? I, him. I just said Gronk, <laughs> Gronk was shotgunning beers, not shooting people with shotguns. <laughs> Come on, man. But can we not admit he was good for the time frame that he was on the Patriots, though? I mean, he was good, but the sample size was so small. That's I'm just saying, from ever. the sample size that we got from him, if you would have maintained or stayed out of trouble, I feel like he wouldn't have been nowhere near Grunt, but he still would have been a hell of a player. I guess I guess if he wasn't too busy killing people, <laughs> maybe he could have been as good as Grunt. <laughs> Because you're you are you are right about this that they did have very comparable numbers. Now Nestor's not going to like this, but I do remember watching a game with the Patriots against Miami, yeah. and Aaron Hernandez and Gronk both caught touchdown passes of seventy-five yards or greater <laughs> in the same game against Miami. And I'm yeah. watching this game, and I'm like, what kind of defense allows two tight ends? <laughs> A catch touchdown 75 yards or greater. Like, who do you have for defense that can't catch a tight end? Um, paper Zach bag. Taylor was one of them, that yeah. little midget linebacker. <laughs> um, probably related to it. Um, but yeah, so yes, he was he was really good, and he probably could have been a lot better if he wasn't if he wasn't killing people in the spare time. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, damn! I can't believe you brought up Aaron Hernandez when we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, like it's far fetched. Like these goons didn't play together at some point in time. It is far fetched. You know what? Gronk didn't kill anybody. Let <laughs> me know, but literally, Gronk could have played another four or five years in the league if it hadn't have been for injuries. If Aaron Hernandez wasn't out there just fucking popping people, maybe Gronk wouldn't have had to take on as much of a load in the offense as he did and maybe wouldn't have been as hurt. Um, So, no, fuck Aaron Hernandez. Like, that piece of shit killed people. Uh, Left people with, like, children without a dad. Um, Yeah, what a piece of shit. Uh, No, Gronk's the best. I never Uh, said he wasn't the best. That's not what I said. I literally (laughs) said. I know. No, but you did the what if. Aaron Hernandez <laughs> wasn't out there popping people. Landfills. Maybe he could have been better. What if certain people were getting happy endings to massage parlors every other week? Oh, even that, NFL? That, transitioning. Still, that is still not comparable to actually killing people. Happy ending never hurt anybody. Except for generations. Like, well, that might hurt some people if you're made to do it, Jalen. Let's not get into that conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying the, the act itself didn't hurt anybody. There's a lot of trauma. Now, how you got there. <laughs> <laughs> the 
we're literally talking about somebody <laughs> who killed people while being a pro bowler. Maybe if he applied himself better on the football field instead of popping people. Yeah, if he plotted better in, in been better. film instead um, of. But Jesus, man. <laughs> Jack. I hope Jeez. those tigers on your sleeves actually eat your nipples at this point. That is mean. There ain't no reason to bring up Aaron Hernandez when we're talking about Gronk right now. Good Lord. So, on the Deshaun Watson news. Oh, speaking of the devil. He has settled 20 of his cases privately. So, that still leaves four out there that are they're still hanging in there. Uh, but the other 20 have all been taken care of clearly some some money dished out that is that it's called most of his browns money has been spent already trying to, <laughs> <laughs> trying to make sure that he gets playing time four left what do you guys think of where this uh, situation stands as of right now if you do recall he originally said he will not settle oh and now here we are he he he's cooked and he's still getting suspended. Still yes. getting suspended. Because yep. um, first of all, this makes him look more guilty. Yeah. Because two weeks ago, was put in the news that he, that people, that the plaintiffs rejected a $300,000 settlement each. Okay. Well, now if they're settling, we have to imagine that it's more. And even though it's confidential, it's going to get out. Somebody's going to tell us how much mm. it is. And there's still at least four people that are like, nah, fuck it, we go on the trial. Um, the NFL, Roger Goodell, has made a living off of not giving a shit what the Justice Department does. They don't care if you ever find somebody guilty in the court of law. If you put mud on the shield, they're going to put your ass on the bench and put you in timeout for a period of time. And this man had 24 sexual allegations said that he was innocent, never made anybody do anything, yet he's literally paying probably half <laughs> whatever that $230 million contract is <clears throat> shut up 20 people. There's still four people saying, nah, bitch, yeah. we want more. We want our damn court. <laughs> so he's still getting suspended. He just gave up more money. Um, I, I don't know. I think I think the Cleveland Browns are hilarious. Yep. Um, I think Baker Mayfield is laughing his ass off right now at a woman's book club sitting down at the 111th <laughs> Cleveland Stadium That's right now. Held midfield. The popcorn machine <laughs> is having fun. Um, yeah, he's got to be loving what the Browns are having to do right now. Uh, th- this is yeah. ridiculous. <clears throat> G-Money says those four will be paid off in the near future. Yeah, I'm saying those four girls are holding out to see how much money they can get out of the system. Like, you better keep raising there. the bills. Whatever <laughs> money he has left from the Browns contract is getting paid out between four people. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. That's exactly what's going to happen. It leave it, it like, is a... do, you, do you guys think that he thinks he's not going to be suspended now because he Probably. settled 20 out of the 24? This strikes me as an ignorant soul, so I see him as... <laughs> the, the, oh, well, oh, look at the situation. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay, we don't... Okay, first of all, this is what happens when you guys drink tequila. I have to be this man. Lady brought up a to be the voice of reason. I mean, come on, you don't you go on Instagram you're... looking for a massage therapist. 
No, but you're also not a college graduate from Clemson, a national championship winner, and you just call somebody ignorant. Like, good God. Um, so he's pretty ignorant. ignorant. <laughs> so nobody in the NFL that went to college is ignorant? All of them are smart, intelligent people? All, I'm not saying them. they're all smart, intelligent people. <laughs> all all of them went to college. All, most, there, there, most. There, there are enough people that vouch for him. Okay, He's smart enough to get Say caught to this point. he's a quality person. The, I'm sure he's quality. Know, I, I'm not not denying that. I'm not saying he's the smartest person alive, but I'm saying like ignorant. I mean, come on, man. Like that. that that's a little harsh. <laughs> this man literally. <laughs> this man literally <laughs> bomb all of Cleveland. <laughs> exactly. And during the draft, he made but fun of a cancer patient if, on the stage. What more you you want? You know. Okay. Well, first of all, yes, he's probably not even alive right now. So. <laughs> but I'm a horrible person because I'm ignorant. About this PR event. <laughs> I'm just saying that if this was the 1980s and the 1990s, Deshaun Watson would be a god. Like no one. First of all, the 1980s yeah. this would be a lot of things besides uh, a god. Let's start with that. I, I swear to I swear to God, Bernie Kosar in the 80s, but the Browns probably did more than what the fuck Deshaun Watson's done. All I'm saying and is, he's getting roasted. Leave it up to the Browns to finally get a decent quarterback, and this man will and not be a bot. <laughs> yes. So stupid. This man would not touch the field all of next season. They are the wearing the biggest it, it clown is, nose in all of this. It is it is the time we are living. Okay, true true or false. Do you agree or not agree that Magic Johnson probably did more in the eighties with the Lakers than Deshaun Watson did with the Texans? Probably. A lot in the 80s, but yeah, probably. <laughs> Just saying, it, it's a it's a part of the error in social media, the way that you can get the truth out there. Right. But I mean, yes, he is guilty to some degree because if you're innocent, you're gonna want to prove it, and you're not just gonna give away millions of dollars, right? To to try to quiet people. So he is guilty to some degree. Okay. Yes, I just think ignorant might be a little harsh. All right. Last bit of news here. <laughs> I'm going to totally say something more ignorant than that. <laughs> In the next five minutes, you're about to say some shit. I mean, I don't know why you got to put a five minute tracker on it, Shaq. Shit. <laughs> I've been waiting for an hour for those tigers to eat your nipples. That ain't happened yet. Why you put a five minute timer on me? So the U.S. Open was this past weekend, and Matt Fitzpatrick ended up winning the whole damn thing. Uh,. This was a, a bit of a, at least a surprise to me. Uh, this is his first major. The the brace face killer, getting it done. That was a entertaining Sunday. Uh, like the last last round there, um, he had a great shot to get out of that damn bunker onto the green. That was like the checkmate right there. Um, Mainland, what do you think about Fitz Magic getting the job done? Uh, well, it would have been a lot cooler if it was Ryan Fitzpatrick winning the U.S. Open. <laughs> I think we could all agree that if Ryan Fitzpatrick was walking around in the U.S. Open wearing Deshaun Watson's track jacket <laughs> with his chest hair hanging out wearing a gold chain, it would have been a lot cooler. Uh, but no, so so Matt, Matt Fitzpatrick, which is about as wide of a name as you can <laughs> come up with, um is the first amateur or the first person to win the U.S. Amateur and the U.S. Open. First one. Okay. Um, 
And he's also the first person to win the U.S. Open. That's also his first win on U.S. soil. It's actually hmm. kind of remarkable uh, for for that to happen. And it was a it was a very different tournament because you had the cloud of the Live Golf League hanging right. over the whole thing. Um, and it actually did a little bit of an injustice to how well Matt Fitzpatrick played when most of the news was talking about Live. Because you don't normally, yeah. I mean, shooting six under in the U.S. Open, yeah. I mean that that's equivalent to going twenty under at the Masters because they do everything they can to make that the toughest course you can ever play. Um, they 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 do some dirty shady crap on those courses to make it difficult to sell. Um, but you you had this undercurrent in every press conference with everybody was about the live tournament. And then with Brooks Kepka coming out just two days later, one day yeah. later and saying that he's going to go to the live tournament or, or the live league just kind of overshadows the whole U S open as a whole. Um, and the British open or what I call the open championship. Cause it's the, the original championship. <laughs> um, they, they've actually come out and said that, you know what, like people that are playing in the Live League can play in the British Open as well. Mm. Um, and so you're going to keep seeing this. Um, and the PGA Tour did come out, and they, they've made a couple changes. Um, somehow they've added $54 million uh, worth of winning purses um, in eight different tournaments throughout the end of the year. Uh, <laughs> they're going to do another eight tournaments where they're not going to have um, a cutoff. Um, and they're going to go back to a calendar year from January to August, and they're not going to play into October because that's one of the things that somebody's golfers like about the Live League is that they don't have to play year-round yeah. um, to, to be in this. But the simple fact of the matter is is that you have a bunch of people that have won majors and have done well in the PGA Tour that are taking this money. Um, and I might not... From a moral standpoint, because I've been very back and forth on this, because the capitalist in me is saying, someone wants to pay you money, take the money. Morality part of me saying, you're taking money from people that are connected to 9-11 and from people in the Saudi royal family that have done unspeakable atrocities. So it it's really like it's really hard for me to um to kind of quantify like the decision that they're making because these people are making money more like I said before that Tiger Woods has ever made when he was on the tour. Um but I was I was asking people um you know, like what what did they think about all this, right? And my my brother-in-law, his name is Travis Lawhorn. He's one of the greatest guys I know. And uh, he he sent me this text, and I want to read you guys this text. This is what he said, because I was asking him about the live tour and all that. He said, I love my God, I love my country, I love the PGA. That should be all of our attitudes, because this is America, and a country boy can survive. If that is not the most American response <laughs> that you can get, I don't know. What is? 
It was the greatest response that I've heard from anybody talking about the Live League, that I love my God, I love my country, I love the PGA, and that should be all of our attitudes because this is America and a country boy can survive. So that's my anthem. Um, you know, the PGA is going to learn. Um, I don't understand. I This is something I don't understand. How in the hell can the PGA Tour, which is the biggest golf tour in the world, right? How are they a nonprofit organization? Yeah. How did they get away with being a nonprofit organization? Stupid. It's insane to me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, congrats to Matt Fitzpatrick, but I'm sorry, man. You're not the story. No one's going to care about <clears throat> yeah, what you did. Because when they get to the British Open, they're not going to be talking about you, and no one's going to give you any fucking press. We're going to be talking about the Live League the whole time. Yep. And what the PGA Tour is trying to do to counteract it. Crazy what's going on in golf right now. It's fucking Wild West all over again. Uh, that kid came the NBA draft. The actual draft is tomorrow night, which have fun watching that. But we are doing our own drafts in just a little while here. Um, it's the last topic of the show so on a side note um g money says well chamberlain has admitted to sleeping with ten thousand women during his nba career and <laughs> my god <laughs> I've, I've heard that before and I've, I've tried to do the math it just doesn't it's add up unfathomable is he is he that considering groups of women at the same time it has, like it has to be there's no <laughs> way individually individually <laughs> Is Wilt Chamberlain like Shaq's new role model for life? <laughs> Are we getting too- in that same breath though? When he has said that he slept with ten thousand women, he also did say that's like his biggest regret was he did all of that and still felt lonely. Like he, at the end of the day, he just wanted one partner in the man slept with ten thousand. <laughs> he was trying them out. No. He was trying to figure out which was exactly. the best. You don't know what you want until you try them all, right? Is that? <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, some of us, some of us try on clothes. <laughs> I don't think I put on ten thousand different pairs this of like clothing like and socks. Women, like good God, <laughs> um, how many socks you need to put on your feet before you know what your favorite pair? I don't think I've um, talked to like ten thousand individual people in my lifetime. Like probably <laughs> not. Exactly. Probably not. But just have sex with ten thousand different people. But anyway. Um, congratulations to him for being where he's at. <laughs> no, I'm transitioning. Okay, okay, I try to transition right, back wait, to. Wait, wait a minute. Wait I... a minute. First of all, th- this man <laughs> throwing shade at Deshaun Watson with 24 allegations, but then he's congratulating <laughs> Wilt no, on I, his accomplishments. I, I'm trying to trans. He didn't say shit about the NBA. I'm trying to trans. That's what I'm trying to transition to. About winning four championships, he didn't say, "Hey, congratulations." For literally averaging 50 points a game for six years or scoring 100 points in a game. He's like, congratulations <laughs> on your endeavor sleeping with, with 10,000 people. I'm trying to transition back to our golf topic. That's what I, I made a bad, oh, trans- I made a bad transition. Oh, that's what you, oh. <laughs> okay. made a bad transition. Again. The brace face killer. Yes, for <laughs> tr- attempting to make big news, being uh, a new face, making hype yeah. and winning things. But you know what? Like man, it's hard to fo- it's hard to follow Malin in any sort of like speech because Malin goes through and goes on like a ten minute like lecture of what's going on and kind of like, well, not that Malin's covered all the minor details and all the major details about this. 
congratulations what's going on <laughs> there's no you know, god possible thing speak, i can tell you <laughs> speaking about nba grace did you guys hear what kareem abdul jabbar said in an interview no a shit i've ever heard in my life he said in an interview recently uh j- just two days ago he said listen i'm still the nba scoring champion i only made one three-pointer in my life <laughs> Uh, that man just if you want to throw a bucket of water on somebody like Steph Curry or LeBron James or anybody else that's all you have to say I've scored more points in the NBA than anybody else ever still and I retired in the 80s and only made one three pointer that's some shit I thought that was funny as hell gotta love it Kareem with the skyhook baby we are going to take a break, and we'll be back in the usual seven and a half minutes. We have What's Up With That next and our AFR um, NBA fantasy type draft. So we'll be back in seven and a half minutes. Peace. Enjoy your break. Remember to follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at AFR Sports. That's it, AFR Sports. Now back to the show with your hosts, Jalen, Shaquille, and Malin. Well, considering you vomited like five minutes after he left, he just left it in the sink and came back to the show. Welcome back, folks. This is the things that we uh, hey, talk like about <laughs> so, while we were away on break. I'm about to surprise you in the video. Yes, we were just going back down uh, memory lane there with with you guys during the halftime break. So we are back sports. with the second half of sports. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cheers to the second half here. We've lost <laughs> one amigo. <laughs> wait, 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 Nestor wait, is Nestor? Yeah. Nestor is not having it. Nestor's like, I will save y'all the five dollars y'all about to spend on my shot. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Angel already took the shot. Angel and yeah, Angel's on on the right Angel's wave right now. Angel's like, you know what? I'm built different. I don't give a damn what y'all say. <laughs> Nestor, Nestor is a true Miami Heat fan. If he's already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Angel said my lungs just collapsed. <laughs> he didn't even drink. No, Angel said that, not Nestor. Oh, Angel. <laughs> the lungs are fine, Angel. Don't worry about it. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to worry about. We're all good. <laughs> I think Angel's crying though. I think she just wiped the tear off. She's no, crying. you didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> Nestor's hiding like the entire time. I can't see Nestor at all. N- Nestor knows better. <laughs> Nestor knows he can't whistle on the shot and then show his face two seconds later on the show. <laughs> I roasted my forehead. You know damn what you didn't say from the rest of it. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> That's sports, sports podcast you guys are going to listen to. Yes, absolutely. Our ratio is 75-25. 75 bullshit, 25% sports. That's <laughs> Because of you, you brought up a murderer, Roy, talking about the best tight end of all time. <laughs> I mean, if we're really going to throw up percentages, isn't it 75% Shaq's forehead and 25% the rest of <laughs> Exactly my point. <laughs> okay. 
That's the only one. I, that's the only forehead joke I've made live so far. Live. <laughs> Mind you, off camera, it's seven and a half minutes of you offline. This man could help himself. All right, folks, we're going to get into what's up with that. This is when we share our grievances we had with the sports world in the last week. I will say my biggest one has already been taken off the table. We talked about it. The Warriors won, so there's that. But what's up with that? Shaq, let's start with you. You've had some peculiar ones. so no, My only what's up with that, I keep it simple, is the transformation of Zion this past offseason until now. This man went from fatty to now I'm actually kind of worried about once this man hits the court and hopefully healthy this next season, actually might make this team a relevant team now from a team that we didn't give a shit about to has Zion been posting some new videos or something well definitely you see a transition from what he was at the beginning or midway through this offseason until now and it's very worrisome because now this man actually looks like he slimmed down and actually put on a little bit of muscle tone and can actually be like a power like yeah a powerhouse of a center and it's very good hard to see, like, there's going to be a handful of people I feel like that can guard this man if he's going to play up to his size. And... Yeah, boy, looking good. Looking good. All right. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Homeboy. Here, here's all I'm going to Wait, hold, hold on. Here, here's all I'm going to say about Zion, okay? we got a true representation about Zion right now on this show, okay? So, all of America, I want you to look at Shaq's shoulders, his physique. That is Zion when he was at Duke. He's aspiring to be something. I want you to look at Shaq's forehead, and that Zion now is New Orleans. <laughs> and that man is ballooning like crazy. Ain't nothing slimmed down about the man. Um, he's like, he looked. He looked at Shaq, and he was like, he was like, "Well, shit. If Shaq's knees work with that forehead, I can put on that weight. And my knees will work in the NBA." Um, yeah. <laughs> Might that might have crossed the line, Uh, but no, like, no, Zion. I mean, come on, man. Like, what has he shown three years in the NBA that makes you think that he's going to be a formidable force? I don't know where anything outside of some food truck in New Orleans. (laughs) What are we doing? What, What is so new? I mean, he was in fairly good shape when he was playing until he wasn't. Anyway, let me recover from this man. Rose, y'all expect me to just transition from this one over here. I roast the shit on my knees and my forehead. I'm being, I'm being a day of serious take at the same time. <laughs> same time. <laughs> in one comment. In one comment. It's like, now that I'm done with that, what's your take on that? It's like, all right. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot in there. This man with like three back to back forehead jokes and expect me to come back and be all right with that. <laughs> It's a lot to process, but I think you got the brain to do it. So let's go. That Jimmy Neutron complex I got going on. I just feel like this is. (laughs) Jimmy (laughs) Neutron. So Zion is going to be a force in the West. Next year. I just feel like this is going to be the year for him to do it because now I feel like this is the year for him to prove it because if he doesn't this year, now he becomes irrelevant and the BS bust out of the process. I, I feel like he's had to prove it. No, but I rookie year, but okay. I mean, you get away. 
Yeah, I feel like this is more so the pressure starts really gathering yeah, on, I mean, like, on the process of it's like, all right, you get over the excuse right. of you're new to the NBA, you're trying to transition into a, now you're playing with actual grown professional players, not <laughs> physically more dominant than 90% of the people you're playing with. You're getting used to it. Now you have no excuse. So this should be the year that we either see it. If you don't see it, now you got no excuse. Now we don't give a shit about you and the hype. So, I swear to God, if Zion is not his number one pick, <laughs> no one near it. No one near it. No one near it. But this man is going to be a force. He, he show is somebody. selling us though. Zion about to show some people. Is Angel dead in the back? By the way, did she? No. He's no? Okay, there she. Okay, I thought Angel like fell no, he, down when I made he. one. He. Sorry, Angel. My bad. Um, yeah, okay, so my, my what's up with, with that is this. Why is it that franchises that are winning now are going back to their roots and coming up with throwback jerseys in the NFL when they were fucking terrible? Why are the Bucks coming back with the cream sickles again? There's a reason why they got rid of that uniform. And the Patriots are coming back the goddamn red jerseys with the white helmets, but the Patriots with a football in between his legs. Like, why do you want to glorify the time when your team was at their worst when you've actually been doing well? I don't understand this trend. I think it's fucking stupid. My only <laughs> guess here is just a, a fashion thing. Take something that. ugly and let's Bring it back. Remember Come where you came from. Fashion. Yeah. Some musical go there by the jersey. No, that's the whole point. It's not fashionable. It's quite ugly. So let's bring it back. And now it's. Kanye did it. Made trendy. billions off of it, to be honest. Yeah, dad shoes. There you go. What are dad shoes? The space shoes that you clown jail for the same shoes that he <laughs> Yeah, those are ridiculous fucking shoes. I got, and Kanye has made millions off of them, so it's all right. There you go. Hey, it looked like Jalen printed off a fucking 3D printer. I'm sure somebody did. I did. It wasn't me, but somebody, somebody did. <laughs> and he still wears them. I didn't think you could make feet uglier, but Jalen did it. <laughs> Put him in a spaceship, and there you go. They're a woman making uh, millions off. Thousands off of feet, so can't judge that. They were ugly to begin with, and then Jalen walked in my house one time, and I was like, "Shit!" I wasn't going to say anything though, because he was about to tattoo me. Now I didn't want to put Tom Brady's autograph on my arm, so said it after he tattooed. It's women that make millions with their feet. (laughs) And now all of a sudden, I'm like, "Shit!" Not only. Shaq wearing shirts, but Tiger's about to eat his nipples. He's out there about to pick up Wilt's autobiography, but we just found out that he has a My Only's page. He's looking at women's feet. Premium membership. Just remember, there's a market for everything. That's what I forgot. Yes. If you pay $35 a month to look at a woman's feet, you need help. If you get, ri- if you get rid of your... If you get rid of a Netflix and Amazon account, you just... <laughs> 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 budget wise, they'll average out together. It's all right. 
This show's taking a turn for the worst. This show's taking a turn for the worst. All right, let me get my what's up. Jesus Christ. Before we have live guests on this show. My what's up with that uh, is about John Wall. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with John Wall. It's primarily about the Houston uh, Rockets. He has opted in to make 47 million dollars in his player option this coming year I want to know who his agent is and how in the world he was able to negotiate that how does a man that we've seen play two games in the last two years make 47 million dollars this, this coming year I don't get it I want how please teach me <laughs> For, first of all kudos to the NBA PA because John Wall got paid last year and never played a game. Yep. And then he all of a sudden gets to opt in <laughs> to a contract with a team that he doesn't want to play for that now has to guarantee him $47 million. Like, whoever is in the NBA PA, the NFL PA needs to steal him. Just fire who was ever in the NFL PA <laughs> and take everybody from the NBA PA. Because they're doing it right. John Wall has not played a minute for the Houston Rockets. Nope. And he got paid over $40 million last year, and he just opted in to another $47 million. And he's not going to play for him next year. Nope. Fucking genius. I wish that I could make $80 million in yep. two years and not have to work. Whoever's incredible. paying me $80 million. Absolutely incredible. That is just... <laughs> yes. Not even that much, probably. And uh, isn't this? We can all credit this to the Wizards. That's who originally gave him this this deal, and now Houston has to pick up the tab. But uh, we're we're all crying in Florida over four dollars and eighty nine cents a gallon <laughs> in gas, and John Wall's making eighty million dollars and doesn't even have to work. Like what is what is going on? In Gentlemen, this we're doing it wrong. We have done it really wrong, except for Shaq because he's following uh, Wilt's footsteps. I'm the um, Shaq is the only one living his best life. <laughs> I'm always right the- now. Like Shaq, right now is looking up Wilt's autobiography. And <laughs> yeah, it was on Prime. Be here tomorrow right morning. <laughs> Shaq is looking for names of the 10,000 women that Will slept with and hoping they're still alive. That's what Shaq is doing. The <laughs> Are you still breathing? I'm a little bit worried about Angela Nestor there. I don't. I can't see hardly anything behind oh, you guys, by the way. Phone. That's because uh, you're on the Angela. potato cam. I'm trying to look yeah. Potato cam. I'm on the middle cam. I see nothing. Nestor, you can't see oh. Nestor at all on the on the same. Can't, I can't see Nestor at all, and so no. This is the stream, and this is Malin's view. Okay, so apparently the rest of America could tell that Angel was a man and not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even see Angel's face. I'm like looking like so that that's terrible. I mean, like I wasn't even. To make a joke, and that's a population, and that's a population insult this week. Everything I said about Shaq, I meant. 
The show's great. As I said about Nestor, totally deserved because he likes Tua or Russell Wilson. Me not deserved, um, but Ray wants it. Well. Uh, uh, does anyone else have another what's no. up with that? Oh, Angela has a what's up with that. Please do share. What's up with that. <clears throat> I feel like he's gonna come after me on for some reason. But anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> There's a rookie this year who got a lot of social media attention. I forgot his name. Dread Steve Young. What sport is this? Dunking on everybody. He oh, he's basketball. Yeah, Jod something. Well, he's John. in the NBA right now. Yes, John Morant. Oh, you're talking about John Morant? Yeah. Yes. That's uh, Memphis, not Minnesota. Oh, okay, sorry. Shit, give him another shot. <laughs> I know, that's probably going to make the situation worse, shot. but he's paced tennis, so he's be dunking on people. I don't... Like, <laughs> they both started <laughs> with M. Start with M. One of them. It had to be something. Um, what, a, what about John Morant? He got, like... He's better than Zion Williams. Yeah, according to Shad. Super athletic. Uh-huh. Super crazy potential. Where do you guys see that? Like, what's up with that? Like, literally, what's up with him? Like, that's my that's a good question. Like, what's up with Jamie? John Lamont. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same draft class. I, I, I don't buy him. I, I just think he needs to stay healthy. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that he mm. need no, he need, he needs to translate. His game in the NBA with something that's going to have a staying power. Yep. Because if he needs to learn anything, it's that you cannot be like, don't be the next Jalen Rose. You mean Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose. Don't don't be the next Derrick Rose. Don't be John Wall possible, or possible all time great. Mm. And then play with such reckless abandon. <clears throat> Where you mess up your knees and your lower extremities to where you're a shell of what you could have been in the NBA. Because John Morant, he has all the tools. He has all the athletic ability. He could be an all-time great. Plays with too much reckless abandon. Uh, the same could be said with someone like a Blake Griffin. Um, yeah. Who did a similar thing with, with the Clippers. Um, I remember watching someone like Blake Griffin when he played for Oklahoma like diving over scores tables in the NCAA NCAA tournament. I'm like, fool, you're not even making a dollar right now. Like, calm the fuck down. Like, what are you doing? Um, but there, there's people that they they think that they can do the same things they've always done growing up through high school, through college. They get to the NBA, and you're literally playing with people that are just as fast as you and just as athletic. And you might be a little bit more athletic, but if you don't take care of your body. If you don't pick your shots, yeah. you're gonna fuck your body up, <clears throat> and no one's gonna remember you like a Grant Hill, like a Tracy McGrady, yep. right? Or like people that could score anytime they wanted to, but their bodies didn't hold up. And I really hope that John Morant can learn from them and yeah. make his game more applicable to the NBA game, because otherwise he's gonna be out of the league in five years yeah. or. He'll still be in the league in 12 years, but he's going to be the next Derrick Rose. No one's going to remember him. Right. Yeah, I agree 1,000%. He's To me, Ja just needs to learn how to play in the 2022 NBA as far as he's got to get a good, consistent jump shot. 
so that he doesn't have to go to the hole every time and beat up his body so much because he's all like this playoffs he, he missed the last few games because he was he was hurt and it's like this is his second year in the NBA um he's got to just cut back on relying on so much of his physicality to score the basketball if he can get a good jump shot he will be a-okay but if you look at like you said Derrick Rose like we were just saying um John Wall he was never really had the greatest jumper his game has relied a lot on just getting to the basket Russell Westbrook never got a jumper and all these dudes now are just irrelevant so if he continues down that path the the writing's on the wall for where he'll end up but if he can just shoot the ball fairly well, he, he doesn't have to be Steph Curry, Damian Lillard. If he can just shoot it okay, I think he'll be a monster because he's unbelievable. <clears throat> like, I agree with you when you used to say availability is the best ability. So if he can just keep himself ready and healthy throughout his career, we'll speak in numbers to you. Get that jump shot, but guess what? You will still have that skill set of when it's open, you can still drive to the hoop and yeah. still get yeah. there when you need to. But like, don't let that be your only trick. One trick pony mentality is completely gone. On maybe worked in the early two thousands, <clears throat> late nineties. Of guess what, you're only an under the hoop player. Guess what, you make it work for you. Yeah. It's no longer a thing. You got big man shooting from the threes and making them. You got everybody type of player doing everything you possibly want from them. And you just got to learn to be. Well-rounded type of person when it comes to basketball, and it's also on the franchise a little bit too to put more people around him. Yes, because that two, two players, well, two two players were drafted in the same draft class: Bron James and Dwayne Wade. Yep, Dwayne Wade was nothing like LeBron James by the time LeBron James got the Miami Heat. Because Miami relied so much on Dwayne Wade that he was a shell of himself such a young age compared to LeBron James because he put his body on the line and he killed himself for that organization. And he had so many soft tissue injuries, knee things, ankles, hamstrings, stuff like that, that not even Dwayne Wade could like carry the test of time. Um, and the same could be said for someone like Carmelo Anthony that just never took care of their body, right? Yep. yep. You look, you look at LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony. They're still both in the league right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one person took their career seriously. Yeah. The other was like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to score points and eat cheeseburgers." <laughs> um, and there, there's a difference between the two. Um, so, I mean, you you have to take some personal responsibility taking care of your body, but the franchise, the team has to put more people upon you or with you and not just make it all about you for for your career. Because yeah. I think Dwayne Wade could still be playing in NBA right now if the Miami yeah. Heat didn't take years off of his career before knees. they got Bosch and LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that. What's up with that, though, Angel? That was a good, good throw in there. Yeah. Right. If he's, if he's that good, right. what, what's it what's still amazes over? me. Like there was a point in time when Ben Simmons was. Like, yeah. At, at one point. About that, but then, uh, John Morant came out. Like, 
Did he just say Ben Simmons, though? Yeah, Ben Simmons, unfortunately. Yeah, like what? You can't put Ja Morant and Ben Simmons in the same damn category. Nah, no, he was just saying one that. One can score, the other can't. <laughs> he was just saying Ben Simmons was, was popping up on his on his social media feed, too. At some point, like, some, some what, oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. He, he was popping up a lot, and it was like, all the talk was about Ben Yeah. <laughs> Rookie of the year at one point. That's a, a whole nother case. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, keeping within the NBA, we are gonna go into looking forward to this all day. The damn AFR draft. So the actual draft is tomorrow night. Not gonna lie. I can't remember the last time I actually watched an NBA draft. I can't tell you either. Not as much of a spectacle as the NFL, so uh yeah. Uh moving into our draft. So the way this is gonna work. Angel, Nestor, either one of you guys getting in on this, or are we going to leave it to the three of us? Yeah. So the way this is going to work, we are all so going to... Are they all in it? All, possibly. All five of us? We'll possibly. See. We'll see. <laughs> so the way this is going to work, uh, this is basically going to be like a fantasy draft. So all the current NBA players are available for us to pick. You have five picks. So we're going to take turns... Picking any current NBA player. Okay. Nobody can be picked twice because it's going to work just as if this was a real draft. Um, sort of. No way, yes. <laughs> okay, so it's going to go Shaq, me, you, and then Angel and Nestor. Sounds good to me. All right, Nestor, you're. Dolphin. <laughs> I, I, I know y'all used to picking in the higher end of the tier trap, but you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Shaq's gonna go first. Please, nobody take too long making your pick. Don't let me break out the stopwatch. So we can cut down on time. Here. Uh, to make my quick first, um, he's old but still relevant and good. I'm going to use him as my point guard, LeBron. Thank you very much. <laughs> LeBron is a point guard. Go right he just has to be the athletic powerhouse he used to be. He still has to be a great dictator of the court, still being the general of what's going on. So I'm going to keep it as LeBron. Go right ahead. Take somebody nobody wanted. All right, go ahead. Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> to pick a Laker. <laughs> man literally buys Lakers toilet paper, wipes his ass. Is, is this a draft or is this a draft or what? Just... <laughs> you over here sit and judge other Sorry. All this does is solidify the fact that he became a Miami Heat fan when LeBron James joined the Heat. That, that's all that solidifies. He ain't let go of it. He loves it. Kisses LeBron James poster every night before he goes to bed. <laughs> it's, it's uh, 2013 I'm LeBron Greek, Miami. I, I, I'm, picking, I'm picking the Greek freak. Damn it. it simple. Picking the Greek freak. My first one. God go. damn it. Uh, give me Luca for my first pick, please. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Angel, you are next. Who next. would you like? I'm going to go with. Dame Dollar, okay. And we went Dame Lillard. Okay. I like that. Nestor. Uh, you guys are moving really fast here. Joel Embiid. Okay, Embiid. Joel um, Embiid. Okay. 
That's cute. Shaq it. <laughs> Shaq it is back to you. Oh. I gotta go run through. Uh, Shaq, get off your goddamn phone. And <laughs> I, I even got my phone out, man. I gotta run. I gotta run through my playlist there. I gotta oh, go. Oh man, no. I'm gonna phone <laughs> I go with Steph as a shooting as a shooting guard there. Taking I know some of y'all very butthurt and taking out of that, but I'm going with Steph. You need your phone to, to find not, Steph. Not Steph. He wasn't the one I was really trying to look through. I already knew the other I'm taking I'm taking the two time MVP, the Joker is my next one. You why is Malin on the same wavelength here? We always <laughs> pick the same, Jim. That's your fault for y'all. We're actually smart. <laughs> um, freak. Give me Kevin Durant. He's still out there. Give me, give me KD. God damn it! I knew you were gonna take <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> ah, Angel you taking take... Booker. You mother! I love you, Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this man. <laughs> Nestor's on his phone too, isn't he? Like, get off your phone, people. <laughs> I'm doing this blind. Let's go. Get off your phone. You guys should know basketball more than me. Nestor picking somebody? Okay, he's on the clock. He's got he, 10 seconds. I think he said John Mar He went John Morant for that oh, one. Oh, he went John Morant. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. He went John Morant. Okay. Um, Shaq, uh, I'm going to choose Donovan Mitchell as another. D. Mitchell? Okay. Yes. Put him up there Spider for that. Spider Mitchell? Mm-hmm. Okay. So who do I have so far? I have Giannis Joker. and Jokic. In, in, in oh, man, I need... Somebody can. All right, I'm gonna. Jesus, you know he's only gonna be available half the time, but he's still the best shooter in the game. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and go with Kyrie or Ring on this one. <laughs> gonna go with Kyrie. That's a sound pick. We're starting to get to some interesting. Uh... <laughs> Areas here. Oh, he wants to get more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you said Kyrie. I'm just trying to keep this updated. All right. Uh, my number three. Booker's already gone. Um, give me my man, Jason Tatum. Okay. Solid. Uh, Angel, it is your turn. <laughs> Kawhi, New Balance himself. All right. He didn't even play last year. <laughs> He's still the the prophet, the the Toronto prophet. So you're saying just because he didn't play last year? All right. Back in, back in that's, exactly, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> Come on, Mister. Uh, this is on his phone, isn't he? Damn it. Come on, Goldberg. He said Rudy Gobert. Holy mother of God. <laughs> That's who you want. You have. I got to pick at least one heat for this, and I need a little bit of height, so I'm going to go out of Bayou for. Uh, Add, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
buy you. Yeah. Okay. You guys are you guys are all dumb. I'm going with Trey Young. I need to. I already Man. got. I already got. I already got the other versions when they come to LeBron, uh, Steph, sure. and Mitchell. Trey's <laughs> got a lot of ball handlers. Yes. Look at my ball. Well, I don't need any more freaking ball handlers in the process. Hold on. Of- <laughs> oh y'all! I ain't even gonna go there. <laughs> the sports show, okay? Oh y'all need to <laughs> take a mind out of the gutters. Um, let's go. Um. Damn it. Uh. Yo, we're just already going. Beads already gone. Uh. Um. All right, hold up. Give me. <laughs> There's a few people that I'm very questionable right now. Um. I've got too many forwards. Uh. Sorry, folks. Everybody's doing Do their research now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I, I, I literally am the only person not on my phone. Let's go. Actually, Angel's uh, not on his phone either. He's a, uh, he's confident about his next pick. I am. Up over there and everything. Uh, I'm thinking. I know he's looking at his phone again. Goddamn it! Oh no, cheaters. I got both. Not my girl. Do all a bunch of shut goddamn phone down. Shut, put it down. I see you looking at it. <laughs> People uh, like literally there's only five of us we can't come up with the 25 best nba players come on people. there's some people i don't want to take just because of chemistry i feel like this is what's playing into it and, and personality oh, chemistry's taking it? I, I mean I give would've... me um the fuck am i doing? Uh, give me uh give me demar Derozan. fuck y'all <laughs> oh, he's been taken. He, he got taken? Yeah, the, the Joker the there. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. That was yeah, me. That's how you know Alright, I'm going to go with Fuck. Why not think of him? Oh, my God. <laughs> he took Cat. What, why are two Miami Heat players being taken right now? <laughs> 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 Who do you take? It's like Jimmy Butler. The Heat are the third best team in the NBA. <laughs> 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 When you think about it, and speaking of marinating, um, I got to pick James Fatty Harden. <laughs> I knew somebody had uh, had to take him. It's Harden. I'm sorry, as but as much as we bad talk this man, you can still kind of hoop. So I'm gonna take Harden for it. All right. So so far, because I'm picking my fifth right now, right? Right. Okay. So I got the Joker at center. I got the Greek Freak. Right. Power forward. I got uh. Young Kyrie is my guards. 
solidify it with Jalen Brown. Nice. Five pick. That's the best team out of this five. I don't care who I guess, like I can have to rearrange my positions, but I... Oh man, your your team's terrible. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. It, it was starting to look pretty good, but now it looks like there's some Strange chemistry. Hey, there's one. In there. I was like, I was like, favorite fucking team. There's one sketchy. But I need a big man in the process. I can't choose. I need a big man in the process. I can't choose an all small team. That's the big man that you chose. Okay, that's fine. Y'all chose the big man that I wanted. We're giving Jalen. We're giving Jalen too much time here. You're the one that picked LeBron James. I did it. Somebody else was going to. Are you sure about that? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me. I, um, hold on. I'm kind of blanking on his name. Uh, he plays for Chicago now. Uh, European cat. Um. Oh, we're picking Europeans now outside of Luca. Okay. <laughs> his name is um. He played for the Magic and then he got traded to Chicago. Vujacic. Oh, let me let me get him. Wow. I need a big man. I don't have any, wow. any centers. Wow. <laughs> That's exactly my point. I mean, he's good. Wow. Like, like he's trash or something. I'm not saying he's trash, but, I mean, good is a stretch. Okay. <laughs> he's an all-star. You know, everyone's an all-star. <laughs> okay. Picky <laughs> ass motherfucker. That's good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Look at look look at Angel back there acting like they're not on their phone right now, trying to pretend like they're not looking at their phone. It's getting hard. We're getting down in the deep here. Mel's like, girl, it's gonna be 6'5", at least two mil a year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I never looked at anything, and I picked Brown, the Greek freak, Joker, Trey Young, and Kyrie as my five, and you guys are all staring at your cell phones. Come on. I didn't look at my phone one time. I just okay. Is that what we're upset about? (laughs) I had my list set. (laughs) I had my list set, and then and then I was sure about the rules. Then we got two more people. Forty-one year old white guy is embarrassing. Life experience. Life experience. (laughs) I mean, come on. Basketball. (laughs) Well, some old white guy invented basketball. Okay, is he choosing John Stockton then? Who's been? <laughs> who is Angel picking right now? Shaq, why aren't you big Zion? You talked all, all that shit about it. him. I ain't thinking about Zion. You see that man play? How many games does? <laughs> to bam uh, out of bio. What's up with that? This with just, the what's up with that? Picking Odebayo when he's saying I'm talking about potential. Zion is gonna wreak havoc about, in the West. Potential <laughs> of Zion. <laughs> I, at least out of Bayou, I know what I'm getting. I know what I'm getting out of, out of Bayou when okay. I'm picking. Listen, right now Angel's pulling out the Webster's dictionary. Come on, man. You said who? Encyclopedia Britannica. Michael Porter Jr. He's, he's good. Cute. Okay. He's I'm, I'm not mad at that. You can't. You can't. Pl- you can't please to tie that together somehow. You, got, you can't please. Michael Porter man. Jr. got a. <clears throat> Michael Porter Jr. got a worse back than I do, all right? Um, <laughs> Nestor got is his last pick. He's been picked. 
Okay, I was, I was waiting for some. You cannot pick. <laughs> There's no caveat. I was like, you can't, you can't pick versions of players. Can I just say that? Yeah, I picked them how they are. This man said healthy. <laughs> uh, I took Chris Middleton. He said Middleton healthy. I'm like, is that what we're doing? Okay. Now, I choose LeBron James Jaylen. Young. Is that? Is that, is that yeah. You have to read off everybody's five man team. And I'm, I swear to God, no one touches mine. Mine. I'm, I'm missing. <coughs> Angel, you have Dame, D. Booker, Michael Porter Jr., Cat, and who am I missing? He don't know. Who's your fifth person? <laughs> this I, I said mine. Who is your Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, Cat? Oh, Kawhi. That was the other guy. Okay. You're good. Yeah, you forgot about him because we forgot he played. (laughs) That may or may not be true. Uh, Nestor, I have Joel Embiid, John Morant, Chris Middleton. I'm missing two of your players. (laughs) He's like, uh, (laughs) Tom Brady. He's like, (laughs) he's about to take Michael Jimmy Butler. He's like, he better find him. Middleton in his prime. If you can't remember them, then they're not worth. Anything. You had um. Who, who is Shaq's five? Oh, Rudy. That's right. No wonder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me read off everybody's now. I, Jesus I still Christ. want to say mine is mine is still good except for one player. Leave me alone. You picked him exactly. I go with the options that I got left with. Leave me alone. All right. So Shaq has LeBron James, Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Bam Adebayo, and James Harden. Solid team. Solid team. Everybody that plays in the NBA is toxic. Leave me alone. It's a league of toxic. I'm sorry. Mainland has Giannis, Jokic. Kyrie, Trey Young, and Jalen Brown. He's got a very complete team. I'll give you that. Well, the best team. Eh, I wouldn't say all that, but uh, it's better. I have Luca, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Demar Derozan, and Vujicic. Just putting that out it there. It took you like five that. minutes to remember who they were. <laughs> I'm sorry, his name was not familiar to me. Um, number three here we have Angel with Dame Dalla, Devin Booker, Michael Porter Jr., Kawhi Leonard, and Carl Anthony Towns. Two of like, his players like played that, a combined like thirty games this year. Yeah, between Porter and Kawhi. <laughs> I was gonna say Dame too, man. Yeah, and <laughs> Three quarters of this team's on IR, man. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, Nestor. Nestor has John Morant, healthy, healthy Chris Middleton, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, and Rudy Gobert. <laughs> you cannot tell me mine is not the best team. Okay, in I my, like my lineup. Too. In my opinion, I would put, of course, unfortunately, Melon. Probably has the best team I'll okay. take care of. I put mine a second. Give a damn. <laughs> Just a second. Yes. Okay, first of all, how how is how is your team, Jalen, gonna stack up against mine? 
Kyrie's not playing because he doesn't have vaccination. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unless you, unless we go to Florida, and then it doesn't matter what he has. Why would he be playing in Florida? None of his teammates play in Florida. Doesn't, doesn't matter. What, 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 what about his team? It doesn't matter where we're playing. Where, where are you putting the arena? This is a make-believe team. What does it matter where you're playing? Well, COVID's not make-believe. <laughs> Depends where you live. In the Joker, <laughs> I have the last four MVPs. Okay, <laughs> you guys gave me the well, last four MVP. Curry? Well, are they not I, the I, last four current MVPs? I got Curry out. I got Curry. I got LeBron. Look, I got James Harden. I got shooters on my squad. Sorry. I got right. <laughs> you ain't gonna get a single goddamn rebound. <laughs> I got to buy you. I got. Ha- He's not shots. doing I got nothing. Hard to, LeBron, got, LeBron can get grabbed by uh, boards. It's all right. Yeah, until he gets tired, he'll listen. sit on the bench. They ain't doing shit against the Greek freak and the Joker. Doesn't matter. We can you shoot you all out of the court. Doesn't doesn't we? You got to worry about rebounds if you're making I'm shots. I'm taking availability. <laughs> and then we got these two goons about I like Angel. Yeah, when healthy, I like Angel's yeah. team. Healthy. Healthy. <laughs> Half his team hasn't played in the past season. If we make everybody's, <laughs> yeah. everybody's players healthy. Okay, if you make all my players healthy. Well, then. If you go back. like the top bubble team. I want to say, if you make everybody's team healthy, your yeah, team the, still becomes Angel irrelevant. Has the, Angel has the bubble squad. That's what I'm saying. If everybody's team is healthy and about 10 years in the past, my team is still good. Okay. A couple uh, years, stop, couple, my, stop my that. Couple years in the past, LeBron is younger and Harden. The rules have changed in Harden's favor. <laughs> <laughs> so, green, all right. You cannot dispute it, man. I have a more complete team than you. I've already given it to you, man. I already said you had the best no, squad I, out I, here. I, 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 I heard you, and that took a lot for you to say. Exactly, I almost choked to death. That's why I took a sip of beer after I said it. But like, you're the best squad. You have the most complete team, but I wouldn't say you have the best team. What? I'm just saying. What? I stick. Whose team is better? Mine. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Ignorance. All y'all. Ignorance. Shaq still thinks his team is good. He has Bam out of by him, James Harden. So, <laughs> James Harden is still good, okay? All right, tell the 76ers yeah, yeah. that. James, James Harden ate out of Bayou, okay? So you got a four-man squad. Two people I thought was really funny we didn't see on anybody's team. Russ and Anthony Davis. Nobody picked Refuse. either one. <laughs> so, does that compete? Do, do those two okay, players well, compete? No, wait, wait, wait a minute. If we were playing by Angels rules... That maybe I would have picked Anthony Davis because I could say if he was healthy. But again, like Angel did a bubble team. If I knew we were doing bubble right. teams, I would have picked Anthony Davis. So do those Over two, do those two players cancel out the James Harden and the Cur- I mean LeBron James and Curry that I got my team? Does that cancel out those two? No, cancel them out. That's the saying. Y'all saying Bam and Harden on my team, so that's why my team is bad. Does that cancel out LeBron and Curry still being on my team? Autobayu is a joke that you picked, okay? There's no he has no business being in the top twenty five on No, absolutely list, okay? not. Second of all, the only the only questionable person I have on my team that didn't play was Kyrie because he doesn't believe in a right. needle in the vaccination, okay? You pick LeBron James and Steph Curry, who have both missed considerable amount of time over the last two years. 
Curry just won a ring. Curry just won a ring. LeBron was in the top five, top three of MVP of the season coming up, coming up before postseason. Until he got hurt, did he finish the year? No, he didn't. But what? Well, does it does that cancel out at least three or two out of the team people on this <laughs> on this squad? Yes. Listen, <laughs> I have the last. I have. I have the last four MVPs playing on my squad. That right at least now. puts me a third, or at least arguably second out of all of our teams here. If we're putting that argument in there. <laughs> Shaq's team is a lot of, no, I got the ball. No, I got the ball. No, I got the ball. And then Bam out of by his way for rebound. That's never going to happen. James Harden is looking at everybody. All right. That sounds about accurate. I feel, like my team, I feel like my team is the most hated out of all of the teams here. <laughs> uh, because we don't remember half of Nestor's team. So, <laughs> the... Uh... I, I really don't. I don't. I, just, I can't name anybody on his team. I just love the. Nestor has Chris Middleton, Joel Embiid, and Rudy Gobert. Talk about size. Got like 30 feet right there between three people. Yeah. And I got the most hated players. Two of them, no one cares about. Yeah. And I got the most hated players in NBA for some reason currently on one team. Right. Ne- ne- Nestor picked the first NBA player to come down with COVID, so that says something. Um, the- That's <laughs> a strip club. The damn bubble. <laughs> you had to pick Goldberg. You might as well have picked Anthony Davis at that point. Um, Don't do that. I mean, hey, did we leave out anybody, David. any other marquee names? Well, we. <sighs> Clay Thompson was left out. And he deserves to get left out. I left out. After his postseason, deserves. I do think I do think that Wiggins was solid. Okay. I I do think that Wiggins was solid. Um, outside of that, I'm trying to think as I know there's somebody. Chris no, Paul. No, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul averaged nine points a game after he turned 37 <laughs> years old. Right? I'm he not going to lie. more oh. turnovers than he did points. I would, I would rather have all these guards over Chris Paul. I'm not going to lie. I know. We did leave out the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. Next. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> and it's his team. <laughs> I don't want to hear those two words. Okay, first of all, Jalen was all about Marcus Smart before the NBA Finals. Yeah. Was all about Smart. Marcus Smart was all about Marcus Smart before the NBA hey, Finals. Hey, Jalen probably bought his jersey and returned it go. back to Fanatics. I did not buy a Marcus uh, Smart jersey. Uh, Bradley Beal was another dude left out. True holiday. Yeah. I just want to say, I, except for Adubayu, I could switch him out, but y'all took my first two or three big men that I wanted. Let's stop it. Tyler, <laughs> Besides my t- y'all, had t- you had the first. Pick. <laughs> I know, but I w- I didn't think y'all were gonna choose big men heavy off the off the jump off the big. Oh, well, he was the MVP. Okay, wait, wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're doing a draft, right? Yes. Okay. When you're doing an NFL draft, who do you pick first? You normally want to pick running backs because there's not a bunch that are that of good, workhorse yeah. running backs, right? Yeah. So in the NBA, there's not a lot of right. big men in I, the NBA. I assumed y'all were going to be those type of people who go choose guards and forwards heavy. So I was like, maybe I have oh, at least so one. Thought, I had at least one we're, round. You thought we were all stupid, huh? No, that's all I said. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I you're thought... all dumb as him. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I thought I had at least one round on my second pick. I would pick a, <laughs> I'd pick a center, but of course, everyone picks centers going through. So I was like, "Fuck, now I'm out of luck." Hey, first, not no, every, no, 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 only. No, no. First of all, my second pick was the Joker. You could have picked him. Yeah, the only person that picked the center in the first round was Nestor. Everybody else. Yes, and Nestor picked. Nestor picked my first center that was coming through. Going off of that, I picked your second one. You could have picked the Joker. You could have either one of them. I could have, but I was like, you know what? Since my first pick is gone, let me make sure that shooting was heavy for that. The fact that the back-to-back MVP. Was the number seven pick in this draft? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on! You just put him up there on a goddamn charcuterie board for me and let me pick him. I mean, Devin shit. No, you have Devin Booker. No, I didn't forget. I didn't forget, but <laughs> didn't forget. I didn't forget Devin Booker. Someone else is a relevant team. It's pretty much between me and Jalen. Mine was better. My I wasn't gonna pick Booker better. off it, unfortunately. <laughs> Love the man to death basketball wise, but I wasn't gonna take him. So that's it. No, nobody else we were really missing big name wise. Like, no, not really. Julius Randle somewhere in there. Like Paul George. It's hard to say because not a lot of consistently good players left. There's a lot of people that like burst out series, but like Zach Levine somewhere in there. What about the ball? Lamelo and Lonzo. We can live without the ball, so. Well, no, I can't live without the balls. So. But I, you know, damn boy, you know, damn boy, I can't live. <laughs> Lonzo would have been. What is this show? What is this show about right now? <laughs> no, Lonzo would have been a solid pick. But as far yeah. as like stability in the three spot, I needed a three spot, so that's why I went with Jalen Brown. Now, if we, like I said, if we were going by Angels rules and we were picking bubble teams, I would have picked Anthony Davis. But we're yeah, not, give me the whole Lakers so squad. Not his. Ant Man. Seth Curry. I was highly considered taking Bi, but I had too many fours. If you're going off his rule, I would chose Derrick Rose. If Derrick Rose All healthy. Right. Let's bring the ship in for a landing. We're talking about Derrick Rose. Derek, hel- <laughs> healthy, healthy Derrick Rose would have been that good. Derrick Rose. Go ahead. I would, like to, I would just like to point out one more time that Shaq and What's Up With That was trying to sell us. On Zion. Uh, on freaking Zion. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Y'all would we needed a big man. Y'all would have ju- y- y- judged me for picking Zion. Zion has not played in almost we two seasons. No, no, Zion. Then has not played basketball in about two seasons. Don't let me pick this man. <laughs> that, man that, that, that man went with Odebayu over Zion. Yes. You know why? Because that man played. <laughs> this is Shaq's a sly dude. This dude talking about. Hey, come on, come on, look at Zion. Look at him. I try to, I try to sell you. Come on, look at I, I, I ain't trying to hide. I am the me. used car salesman of the rest of my world. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. He's there. You got a family. You got a family of five. I can put. I can stack them in here. Family of five. Drive around town. What you did was you. 
like you had two choices. There was like a 2020 Tesla that was broke down outside of the road that just needed to do battery in Zion, and you went for the 86 Buick Cutlass. <laughs> like that's what you did. Like you went for old reliable. Like this man wasn't the third best team. Wasn't on the third best team in the NBA this past season. Can we stop oh with the God. third best team? <laughs> The fans of the second best team That's in the league was pick. over here trash talking. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you not the second best team in the NBA? Listen, man. Listen, man. Hey, well, you take your starting five of Buicks. That's cool, but my team is still better. Buicks. <laughs> 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 it's okay. It's okay. Only two young guns over there: Bam and Donovan Mitchell. Seriously though, guys, I still don't remember anybody that Nestor picked. I don't know. <laughs> I'll give it to you one more time before we get out of here. Joel Embiid, oh, John Morant, Chris Middleton, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert. Okay, so two of them are good. Okay. Embiid <laughs> <laughs> and Morant. Yeah, we dogging on my team. Like, <laughs> stop it. Uh, Jimmy Butler NBA scores team. forty a game, like twice a year. Man, come on, shut up, everybody. Come on, let's not. Stop it. Butler well, scored 40 points in one game in the playoffs, and he didn't score 40 points in the whole I mean, regular season. Since he's been on the Heat, where have the Heat been? Since he's been on the Heat. Been to a bubble finals, and they've gone home. The best that the best that uh, your guys' team has done is lost to the Bubble Lakers. That's the best yeah. that the Heat have done since LeBron James left, which apparently Shaq still hasn't gotten over because he picked LeBron James number one. Had <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with the Heat. Had the fact that LeBron is LeBron. Why are we hating on me for choosing LeBron as like one of y'all wouldn't have chosen LeBron if it was so still available? Shaq had the first pick, and I knew twelve hours ago he was taking LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> All he's done for ninety episodes is talk shit about the Lakers. Like, that's what's funny to me. Everybody All on the Lakers besides LeBron. But besides LeBron, the number one pick is like LeBron James. <laughs> he's the only reason the Lakers are anywhere near relevancy on this in this league. Well, uh, yes. Uh, true or true? Would y'all have chosen LeBron if he was still available at some point in a team? No. Stop not lying to me. No. Stop I, lying I to me. I would not have taken LeBron. Nope. I, I would, why I would, Why y'all gotta sit here both face lying to me? This is not an audio <laughs> podcast. This is video. People are watching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. My first two picks. Or Giannis and Joker, and they still would have been my first two picks. Yep. LeBron James is still available. But would you have not chosen LeBron if he was still available at some point? Nope. Maybe so- a third pick, but that would have been like pick 12. <laughs> number one. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, if great. I could have any two picks, I would have taken the same as Malin's Giannis and Jokic's first two. It was great. Episode 90. Thank you, y'all, for watching. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's so right now. Shout out to y'all. I'm happy to see y'all next week on this show. Episode 91. Let y'all know what's going on. You got a great episode going for y'all. Despite our ignorance going on in this show. We That's didn't. Sorry. Shaq didn't see G Money's comment when he says Shaq take Carl Anthony Towns. 
he didn't get that. I'm no, sorry, Jimmy. No, he's the only one that I think we actually missed was Carlin. Yeah, I think you could have been Angel got him. I, I I didn't think of him quick yeah, enough. I was so. like, Angel got him yeah. again. I don't remember half of the people that Angel picked either, um, because I couldn't hear him. I couldn't hear him in the mic, so I couldn't hear what they were saying. He got Damon uh, Shaq, Miller, Devin Booker, Shaq, Michael Porter Jr., Cat Quilin. Shaq Six Man would have been the barbershop show that LeBron James does. That would have been. taking the shop number six. He's taking the shop. That would have been the six pick. He probably thought that came with LeBron James. Like, hold on, Shaq, that does not count. <laughs> and Nike shoes and uh, Blaze Pizza. <laughs> I get LeBron Twelves. <laughs> I don't even know if LeBron has 12 shoes, but he gets LeBron 12s. I thought Shaq tried to close the show out two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no. And here we are, still roasting me for another two minutes after <laughs> trying to close the show out. I picked Rudy Gobert. We're ragging on Shaq. Nestor took Rudy Gobert and we're ragging on Shaq. This is why I try to close the show out. I want to let y'all know, I am the only hey, co-host to have guests hey. roast the fuck out of me on my own show. Um, Wait, who, who, who picked Middleton? Who picked Middleton? That was Nestor. Healthy, Healthy. Healthy. Nestor, okay. Middleton. Nestor might, Nestor might have the worst team. If he picked <laughs> Middleton, he might have the worst team, 100%. Um, but... Shaq still paid oh, to buy you before. I just want to say I've been here for ninety plus episodes. I deserve more respect than this, but it's okay. It's all this live. Oh first of all, you missed a couple, so you've been on eighty eight episodes. But <laughs> can, can we argue that there have been a couple ghost well, episodes that never made it? Plus, this is why Shaq picked LeBron James. He doesn't even know how to count. Like he doesn't understand how old LeBron James is. We've there, only done ninety episodes, and he said ninety. Plus. First of all, there are episodes that are, have not made it through. There has been probably two ghost episodes. So we made the light of day. It bounces out well, to a button. Okay, well, first of all, it's not my fault that you guys made terrible episodes before I came on the show. Well. That never even made it. Through. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my fault. I am not counting those. We are on episode ninety. That's where we're at. And you know what, Shaq? I have missed your own fault. Two. I have missed one, maybe two episodes. So we got eighty-eight, maybe eighty episodes. Shaq, you it is. It is Shaq's own fault that he even has to put up with me because on the first week that Shaq missed was the first week that I started. <laughs> on ever since as a regular, so you can blame yourself, Shaq. You gotta put up with me. It's all your fault. I'd like to remind you that you're the GM of your own team. These are the decisions that you make if you're roasted for them. You this call in sick and you gotta put up with me for the rest of your life. Unfortunately, this is not something you could prove in real life. I wish it was because God only knows how it would actually work out. I would still like to prove that my team would still come out top two, but Okay. <laughs> I would I would just like to say episode ninety been going on for almost three hours and those tigers still ain't eight shacks nipples yet, so we're gonna go ahead and sign off. We love you guys, you guys are great. Angel Nestor, love you guys, even though one of y'all is a Dolphins fan. But uh, you guys are great. Yes. Angels are you can't have Here's oh, the thing, Me- oh, Melon's allowed oh, to hate Raven. you, and I'm allowed to hate you for no, being Ravens. 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 
Ravens fan. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Is he also is he also a Giants fan like Evan? No, that's Evans. Is that what Ravens fans do? Trendy. Ravens fan. <laughs> <laughs> Mar Jackson. That's what I'm saying. I, slash Mar I can hate him for I can hate him for being a Ravens fan. So there we go. Alright. We don't need any more hate in this episode. Let's get it. Man, this show is built on hate. (laughs) (laughs) Pettiness is what this show is built off of. That's what exactly it is. And whenever we can't find whenever we can't find a reason. So we got a big old ass foundation. (laughs) My forehead my forehead is a foundation of this show. It is. Therefore Therefore we should never fall. So, you know, Built on a sturdy platform. If only the Roman Empire had your forehead. <laughs> right, let's go ahead and get out of here, people, because I'm going to come up with more forehead jokes. If we keep there, I haven't noticed Shaq's forehead until this. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's because you couldn't see anything else. His forehead was blocking everything. I notice something. Yeah, Thank y'all for watching the show. <laughs> Can we please end this episode? <laughs> Get out of here, folks. <laughs> this show's gotten out of control, step by step. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Have a good week. <laughs>